Welcome to Geek This, the podcast about pop culture with minimal nerd rage. My name is Dave Clements, and with me, in alphabetical order by their last name, is Mr. David Hunt. Hello. Mr. Mike Kistriva. What's up, guys? And special guest and fourth member and balancing partner, Mr. Adam McDormand. Yo, yo. Uh, normally... Uh, per the new format of the show, we would jump into what we call our newsreel, but we have no news because we're recording it on April Fool's Day, and there is absolutely nothing to report that we're not going to have to retract um, later. So, True. Uh, we're just gonna let, we're gonna jump into our main topic, which was the epic, awesome, best movie ever that just came out um, last weekend. While we record this, Batman v Star Wars. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, no. wait, no, we already did that. We already did that. Oh. <laughs> Whoops, oh, no. my bad. Oh, that's funny. No, we are going to talk about Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, which is way too long of a title. <clears throat> Agree. Um. So, uh, as as we do when we review movies, let's just start out. Um. What did you think of the movie? And we'll just start with David. Well, um, as far as the title, they probably could have just named it like Dawn of Justice. And that would have been fine because the actual fight of Batman versus Superman, I don't feel like it was very long. No. So, <laughs> I think it was maybe. about eight, eight minutes. I think that's what people added it up to. Wow, out of out of a what was it? Two and a, two and a half mm-hmm. hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. So uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely could have been better. Could have been a lot better. Um, but I enjoyed it. You know, I I got to see Batman and Superman in the same movie, like I wanted, <laughs> and. It can only go up from here, right? We hope. <laughs> um, Adam. Or no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. Mike. <laughs> Are we go- going alphabetical? Or I'm already? trying to, just so we don't confuse everybody. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. Whatevs, bro. Um, <clears throat> overall, I just walked out of the theater feeling just very, I don't know, empty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, but um, there were a lot of good things in the movie. Like a lot, a lot of really, really great things happened in the film. But I feel like the the problems that I had with it just overwhelmed me way too much. Mm. Uh, I loved, 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 loved uh, Ben Affleck. I did not expect to like him, so that was a pleasant surprise. Um, I, I I knew I knew he was going to do a good job. I knew that he was going to he was going to give this one hundred percent. But I didn't realize how much I I would personally enjoy him. He's he's honestly one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite Bruce Wayne slash Batman um, actors probably ever. And I know that's pretty bold, but I, I really really enjoyed him. But 
my enjoyment of the movie kind of stops right there. Hmm. Like I enjoyed him and <clears throat> that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I didn't like Jesse Eisenberg. I, uh, thought that he was completely miscast. Um, the, uh, the, the story, the story started out really, really good. Like without giving anything away. Like I really loved how they told the backstory of Bruce Wayne. Like it, it was, it was quick and they got us up to speed really fast. But at the same time, I really enjoyed how they did it. And in, in typical Zack Snyder fashion mm. with his, with his slow motion and everything. But, uh, um, overall I had, there was a, there's, there's a lot to like about this movie. There's a lot of things to like about this movie, but, um, I did not hate it. I, I, I didn't hate the movie at all, but, um, I just felt like it could have been a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. So there you go. What do you think? Yeah, I, I actually went into the movie with really low expectations. I, I managed to avoid the trailers for the most part, as I do. Um, and so the only thing I had in mind was just the the Rotten Tomatoes rating, which is really, really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, there's no way this movie can be this bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, honestly, it wasn't. I think, and I'm sure we'll get into the specifics of this later, but I really think it's a matter of like setting expectations and kind of the type of movie that we were sold with the trailers. I did see the first one. Um, and I think people were expecting something a little bit different than what they got. And what they got was, you know, was, de- was, was decent, I think. So I, I, to be honest, I really enjoyed the film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that probably puts me in the minority <laughs> on this, but um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing the director's cut version that's longer. I'm wondering if that will give the plot a little more breathing room in the parts where it was a little bit too crowded. My guess is probably not, but I mean, if it's anything, nice to it might things. actually end up being more crowded. Because yeah. if, if they're just stuff even more stuff in there, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Adam. No, no, I think that's uh, that's probably a pretty valid concern. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um, David and I talked just really briefly before everybody got on the call, and I've spent... I mean, I think I saw on Tuesday, I've spent every day since then thinking about what I watched, like, um, because there was so much, it was a very dense movie. Um, there were a lot of layers, a lot of things that I think if you watch it one or two more times, you'll pick up on some things. Um, so it was very dense and, uh, it's it's been a while since I've walked out of a superhero movie and just actually thought about it. You know, I walked out of Deadpool, which we haven't talked about yet, but um, I walked out of Deadpool and, you know, big old smile on my face. I enjoyed that movie. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. 
Um, other Marvel movies, I, you know, I've I've been pretty happy with them uh, for the most part. But this movie was like, it was a little depressing. It was there was some good in it, and then it was just a complete mess. <laughs> you know, it was like there were there were so many good and bad things. I don't think I've ever been so mixed about a movie before. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm still processing it as as we talk. So yeah, I, I am too. I want to see it again. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Um. So let's go ahead and kind of it's kind of geek this style where we just start with the characters because I think, um, especially for me, uh, I'm the characters are what draw me into movies. That's that's how I relate, and that's that's what makes me interested. And I think that's a lot of people. Um, and story is always like a secondary thing. Um, so let's kind of start talking about the the characters in the movie. I mean, we have a lot to cover, so we don't have to spend a ton of yeah, time. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to <laughs> buckle in for this one because it's gonna be that's that's a long conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess yeah. here's here's I guess how we'll do this. We can talk about. Bruce Wayne and Superman, um, and then maybe the rest of the Justice League, we can kind of lump in. I don't know how exactly what guys want to do this. Um, I guess we'll address it when we get to it. Um, so I, I would say that everybody was pretty happy with Batman. Yes. It seems to be general yeah. consensus. I was, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I was, I was nervous. Um, Mike, like you were saying before, like you knew he would do a good job, but you didn't, right. you don't know until you actually see it on the screen. Um, right. Uh, Can I say one thing about Batman real yeah. quick at, at the very beginning? Um, and like, there was like a dream sequence, um, where like the young Bruce Wayne had fell into the, like the bat cave or whatever, and all yeah. the bats were at. And when those bats started, like, f- making him fly, yeah, my first thought was, like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, Did you yeah, worry yeah. that they pumped in, like, some kind of narcotic into the theater and you were high mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. No, I, I just, I was like, what are they doing to Batman? I'll tell and you, then I'll I was, t- I was yeah. so relieved when it was a dream. I'll tell you this, like, that was, that was so Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah. I started watching that and I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> it just reminded me of like Sucker Punch and 300. I was like, "Oh gosh, come on, don't do this to Batman." <laughs> but and then he woke. Then he woke up, and I didn't feel as bad. Yeah, yeah. Batman Sorry. definitely spent a lot of time sleeping and having dreams <laughs> during this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Uh, um. So so let's talk about kind of the overall look of Batman cuz we get we get mm-hmm. three different versions of Batman. We get, you know, regular bat suit Batman, we get Desert Storm Batman, and then we get um, you know, heavy armor Batman. Um, yeah, yeah. I am a huge fan of the the bat suit. Uh mm-hmm. I do. The too. detailing on it. it was freaking awesome. Mhm. Uh, it also it also helped that Ben Affleck was jacked as crap. Yeah. Was, oh my gosh. Yeah. He was 
massive. Yeah, he f- I was like, that's one thing I was telling Ashley, like, during the movie. I was like, I don't even recognize this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was really impressed with his dedication. <clears throat> I just felt really fat sitting there while, he, like, during that <laughs> workout sequence. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, man, I can't do even, yeah. a, 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 you know, a hundredth of what he's doing. I can barely sit up in the morning without being out of breath. Like, <laughs> yeah, Bruce yeah, Wayne. That's, yeah. that's definitely not a realistic uh, workout. I was talking to my personal trainer after I saw the movie and I was like, what was that? He's doing like pull-ups with 45 pounds chained right. to him. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It was like some, it was stuff that like bodybuilders do and like CrossFit competitors do. It was pretty extreme. That's crazy. I do have I do have to say that like um, Ben Affleck's uh, Bruce Wayne, I I loved the way he looked. Mm-hmm. No hump, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, uh, I I loved his like his demeanor and just how he, he just he just looked like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think something that I was thinking about while watching the movie um, was it looked like he had like consumed like an entire bottle of alcohol like between takes. Like he looked he I don't know like it wasn't bad, but he was just it kind of helped with the whole dark. Uh, dour vibe of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. It looked like he had like th- maybe this Batman and Bruce Wayne. It, you know, they're an alcoholic. You know, like I don't know. That, that just it popped out to me while we were, I was watching the movie. I don't know if anybody else saw that, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the. I mean, my assumption was that this is a batman who has been around for a long time Mm -hmm. already he's seen a lot he's done a lot there's some some implications to like a a like past stuff that went on and i know i don't know if we're are we doing spoilers already or are we spoiler free right now no okay no let's just spoil it all (laughs) yeah so it was that weird like costume in a case in the bat cave that had joker stuff on it which like i don't i mean it was such a like short thing i don't know what that was a reference to Mm -hmm. i didn't see what exactly the costume was but i mean it definitely alluded to something that that that's happened between him and the joker before right but it it was definitely a robin costume yeah Uh, was it yeah. yeah yeah And I think it's alluding to Jason Todd. And... I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. And um, on top of that, if if Batman's been in business for like a long time already, I'm pretty sure that already happened. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I they may reference it in Suicide Squad. Mm. I hope they do. That would be great. That would be cool. That would be cool if they did. But yeah, I, I think you know when I went into the movie, I didn't really know what kind of Batman we were getting. I mean. I've heard, you know, that, you know, DC was trying to stay, you know, to, to use an overly used phrase, but dark and gritty, you know. Um, so I kind of knew that that was the direction we were kind of going. Um, but 
you know, when you see when you see him killing people, I was like, oh, this is totally not the Batman I grew up with. Um, yeah. And for yeah. a little bit, it bothered me. I mean, because I was just like, wait a minute, Batman doesn't kill people. And then, you know, the more I thought about it, I'm like, but this isn't this isn't my Batman. You know, it's some it's it's kind of this reimagined and maybe more realistic Batman um, because. Yeah, that was that was a little strange. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, later in the movie, I think. I think we kind of start to see the change. I mean, especially there at the end when he has his little encounter with Lex, you know, and he doesn't just take his head off. You know, yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was really interesting, and I do have to applaud you know the writers and and Zack Snyder for making that move because we've never seen a Batman that violent. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to make Justice League and Justice League Part Two much more interesting, I think. My take on that was that maybe I think people, I know that people were upset about that about him like possibly killing people in the movie. Mm-hmm. I guess you technically didn't see anybody die, but it was pretty obvious that that's what happened. Right. He's but uh, much more violent. He, yeah. At least a lot more violent than your everyday Batman. But I kind of took it that as, well, maybe this isn't an, maybe this is an old seasoned Batman who's just sick of putting up with every, everybody, all the criminals. And it, he kind of, he kind of alluded to that when he was talking to Alfred in one scene. Mm-hmm. It, it's sort I, I, I'm not sure if you guys know what scene I'm talking about, but it, he kind of alluded to the fact that he's, he's sick of, you know, putting criminals in jail all the time or whatever. Yeah. He said, he said something along those lines. So I, that's, that's kind of the way I took it. I was like, Oh, maybe he's just sick of it all. Yeah. I think it, <laughs> so I, I think it also kind of, goes back to man of steel when when you know superman kills zod uh, yeah that was like the biggest thing in that movie that you i mean people still talk about it and it's been what two three years at least yeah. three years since man of steel came out and people are still talking about it and i think it was kind of interesting to see them kind of balance it out and go you know both heroes are still learning what it is to be a hero Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. So that they kind of went in that direction. Yeah. Um. Anybody have anything else to say about Batman or Bruce Wayne? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the Batmobile was pretty awesome. I did enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It might be one of my favorites. It reminded me of a uh, um, Arkham Knight. Yeah. The video game? Yes. Sort of sort of reminded me of that Batmobile. Hmm. Interesting. Um all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the the man in blue, Superman. Um Adam, can you start us out on Superman just because you are I don't know that Really, a lot of our listeners know this, but you are kind of the resident DC Comics guy. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> and I, Superman for me was a lot less straightforward a character because you, I, 
I just don't know that he... Well, when I was watching the movie, I really think that Batman stole the show. And um, for for Superman, you know, he definitely experiences this like crisis of of morality where like he knows what he needs to be, but the public absolutely hates him for it, and <laughs> like that tension, it. I think if the movie had a little bit more narrative space for us to like dig into that and really like linger in that tension between like his concept of, of right and wrong and him dealing with public perception. I mean, that was such an important part of the movie that it, it would have been a lot better if we had time to really flesh that emotional space out. And I don't think we did. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I don't like Superman. <laughs> um, Just in general or in this movie? Uh, <clears throat> both, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've never been a big Superman fan um, overall. I I always felt like he was kind of too overpowered. And if you didn't have Kryptonite, then he's going to whip your butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh in this movie i i um i don't know i i just i didn't like the way that um that uh that henry cavill uh portrayed him um maybe maybe i was a little biased because i had seen some of the reviews mm-hmm. um so maybe I was already walking into it thinking, oh, this is going to be bad. He's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I think for, for me, I, I kind of, I've always been on that bandwagon of not liking Superman. Um, really for the same reason, David, that you said you didn't, you know, because he's, he's, he has he's practically invincible unless you have the one thing that makes him non you know um but in this movie i think the problem that i had with him is it's kind of addressed in the movie where when cuz i i really don't see clark kent and superman as being the same person Whereas I did see Bruce Wayne and Batman being the same person. Um, Because I I feel like... I don't know. I felt like... How do I put this? (laughs) I felt almost like Superman... Like when you saw Superman on screen, he was very much kind of that godlike figure that Lex Luthor calls him out on. Uh, multiple times in the movie um and when i read superman in a comic book i don't see that i see somebody that is that is compassionate toward mankind and um truly is trying to do what's right but not trying to 
put himself in a godlike position, even though he could do that. Um, you know, so like you have the statue in the movie and, and just everything that goes on with Lex Luthor. just, I had a problem with the whole, the, the godlike <laughs> part, you know, like, and I guess it, it worked to a degree, but then it got to the point where it was just kind of overkill. And I was just like, okay, can we not have Superman in the movie anymore? Like, uh, I don't know. That's, that's maybe the best way I can explain how I felt about Superman. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about you, Mikey? Um, I'm actually sort of on the opposite side. Um, up until, up until man of steel, I didn't really feel much like I didn't have much love for Superman, but after Man of Steel, I sort of became a Superman fanboy. Hmm. I I I know I know that a lot of people hate Man of Steel, and I understand why. But all of my problems with Man of Steel and Batman v Superman had to do with Zack Snyder's direction of the story and him trying to cram in certain aspects of storytelling, like just cram in all the, all of this stuff that was, that was just overkill. Those are the main problems I had. I didn't have any problems with Henry Cavill. Um, I, I I actually, I think that he, he, he's great as Cal L slash Clark Kent slash Superman. I would agree. Slash whatever, (laughs) (laughs) but he's got so many names anyway. I, uh, I I like I like Henry Cavill, but um, and I th- I think that he does a good job of portraying this alien that is you know just you know crash lands on this planet, and the whole planet seems to be against him at some sometimes, and there's a there's a lot of similarities to Superman and. Jesus, <laughs> it's very, it's very, very, it's very, very interesting. Like what the character of Superman, like him being compared to to a Christ-like figure, and that that part that that part of the Zack Snyder storytelling also and just interests me. But I don't know. I just um, there's something about Superman that just you know intrigues me because he's this guy who like. Um, he has this ability to save everyone and he's doing those things. But at the same time with the type of world that we live in and the type of people that live in this world, especially like, you know, 2016, we have like, you know, people questioning him and like, you know, people saying he's evil. And of course with the media and everything, I don't know, I could go on for hours, (laughs) but I just, I think I, I thought that, I thought that this movie did a good job of portraying the, the character that Superman is. And mm. I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. I, I kind of <laughs> liked it. <laughs> yeah, I think Superman is such a difficult character to write well yeah, because of the fact that, like, he is in some ways invincible. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, the the whole kryptonite weakness thing does seem a little bit, you know, like a cheat. It seems like kind of a manufactured weakness that they had to add to this character who is 
otherwise invincible. Um, and I know that's been like a long-standing weakness for Batman. And sorry, Superman. Um, but I think Superman is at his best as a character when he's dealing with his humanity, because I mean, Clark, him as Clark Kent. He's grown up on Earth. Earth is the only thing that he's ever known. And to all of a sudden, you know, feel like a complete outsider, you know, that's a, that's a tough thing to deal with. And, and like to feel like an outsider, but also feel this extraordinary responsibility to save everyone all the time, never resting to the, to the detriment of all of your relationships. Like that's... Yeah. You know, again, like that's part of the story that makes Superman interesting, mm-hmm. and those are the those are the comic books that have you know the comic books that have stories like that with Superman are the ones that are really interesting to read, and mm-hmm. this movie just didn't have enough space to explore that and do you know the aged grizzled Batman well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's very true. <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like they tried to do mu- too much, but like Superman, when you think of like superheroes in general, everybody thinks of Superman. That's like the main one that everybody thinks about. You know what I mean? So how do you translate a hero like Superman to film after all these years and make him interesting and relevant? Mm-hmm. And I feel like with that task, with that sort of task and challenge, I feel like Zack Snyder did a decent job. I mean, he could he could have done a little bit better, but I feel like, f- at least for a guy like me who didn't really care about Superman before, I feel like Snyder did his job for the most part. Mm. So, yeah. So while we're talking about Superman, what do you guys think about the end of the movie with the death of Superman? Yeah. That was surprising to me. I wasn't surprised at all. I, was, I mean, no, I wasn't either. I, I, I mean, I definitely saw that coming. I think having read a, a, a bunch of the like notable DC comic events and titles over the year, over the years, I've definitely, I definitely saw a lot of those different influences coming through as parts of the story. I mean, the the interesting thing for me was seeing events that were totally unrelated in the comic books woven together uh, really nicely, I think, by the the writing team and the director. Hmm. Yeah, I had a little Dark Knight Returns and Death of Superman in there, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, and not the Dark Knight Returns, the movie, but the comic book version, which was pretty... I mean, that's a a classic, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think once they announced... Uh, that Doomsday was going to be in the film, a lot of people kind of figured out, okay, they're probably going to kill Superman in this. I guess I didn't even think about that. Hmm. So let's, uh, let's kind of, let's, let's, <clears throat> we're talking about Doomsday, and then because of the movie, you can't talk about Doomsday without talking about Lex. Um, so what did we think about Lex? Um, Mike, you already said that you didn't like jesse eisenberg in this movie 
I, I, that's the, that's the weird thing. I love Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. I, I, I loved him in the social network. And I also, well, I mean, Zombieland. Zombieland. This was that. This was yeah. that. He was it doing was the that. social network again. <laughs> yeah, yeah I agree. I, I, I mean, Zombieland, he wasn't really acting. He was just playing himself, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. His, his take on Lex Luthor was just very strange to me. I, I don't, I, I just didn't buy it. I, I, and I, I think that, I think that his, his character was, was, I, I, I get it. I get what he was trying to do. I understand what he was trying to do. I just, for, I, I just don't think it worked for Lex Luthor. And I don't, I, to me, I don't think Lex Luthor is like on cocaine all the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and just like, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor was he seemed like a drug addict. Yeah, well, it's funny because when I was when I was in the theater uh, watching this movie and they they first introduced his character, um, I heard a girl and obviously she knows nothing about comics. Her boyfriend probably brought her in and like they sat there and she knew nothing. And I heard her say, "Is that the Joker?" Like, is he going to be the Joker? <laughs> and I'm like, he totally could be. Like, well, or the I mean, Riddler. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, he could be the Riddler. Yeah, he was just. There was, it was a different kind of psychotic. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I, I sort of get that. I, they made it seem like the Lex Luthor that we all know was his dad. And then he is Lex Luthor Jr. I hadn't thought about um, it that way. But they're so they're trying to almost like create this whole different character. Mm. But when when you hear the name Lex Luthor, like that is not what you picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know to to not have Lex Luthor Senior and um, not act even get that the feel of the original Lex Luthor, it just really throws you off. And I, I completely agree with everything Mike said, that when I see Jesse Eisenberg play this role, I mean, that was my least favorite part of this film, um, was Lex Luthor, just mm-hmm. because it, it seemed really out of place. There were moments yeah. where he was he was okay, it was bearable, um, but then there that was the thing I thought about the most, though, was like, Every time he was on screen, I'm like, okay, this is this is over the top. Like, can we rein it in just a little bit? Yeah, it was it was too much mm-hmm. for me. Especially at the end when he was in the jail. Uh, I don't even remember what he said, but he was like saying some really crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He didn't seem like a smart person to me. He just seemed like a just psychotic. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he lacked the poise that I imagined Lex Luthor having. I imagine Lex Luthor being a really well collected person, uh, extremely smart, uh, really savvy uh, as a as a as a strategist. I mean, he's the CEO of a huge company, and mm-hmm. like in the comic books, he eventually becomes the president of the United States mm-hmm. at least once, if not more than once depending on you know what continuity you're reading but like he's a, a person who 
should be a huge threat to Superman because of the fact that Lex Luthor can think big picture, mm-hmm. which is like where Superman's operating. And, yeah. and he seems so like petty and psychotic that he just did not seem like Lex Luthor to me. And I, I'd be, I mean, like any other aspect of this movie, I'd be willing to accept a totally different take on the character if mm-hmm. it was pulled off well. And it, it it wasn't. So it made me want the good Lex Luthor that I've read in books before even more because this version just wasn't convincing. Mm-hmm. I think that it just, like, he... I, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in that because I feel like Lex Luthor should should be separate. Like, he should be a different kind of villain than the your regular DC kind of crazy person. Because DC has a lot of, like, <laughs> crazy villains. You know what I mean? Let's just wear tights and, and be crazy. Yeah, like, let's, let's just have, like, a, like a, a psycho crazy villain and i mean you have plenty of opportunities to do that don't waste it on jesse eisenberg as lex luther like i mean you've got you've got um jared leto coming up playing the joker and he's he's gonna be all the crazy you need really mm-hmm. so i mean i feel like even if like somebody like I remember, like when brian cranston was r- rumored to play lex luther i mean Ugh. if he if he played Lex Luthor in this movie, I feel like my my like opinion on this film would would be almost completely different. Yeah, well, because well, and I was thinking like Kevin Spacey too would even be there's something that Lex has, and again, you know, with what David said, you know, you do have maybe this insinuation that there was you know Lex Senior, but that name carries so much weight and, and uh, I think, I don't know. I feel like you could have had Brian Cranston or Kevin Spacey or kind of, a, I don't know, a different kind of actor portraying the same character, but it would have come off differently um, yeah. and not just nuts. You know, yeah. like this was like, yeah, this was it was basically the Joker wearing Lex Luthor's clothes and using his money. Yeah. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Mike you make a really interesting point there about the need for a different kind of villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And really there's no reason for Lex Luthor to do anything that's not like a real world type strategy. Like there's like he he has the the kind of social and political capital to make it impossible for Superman to do what he does in like a legal way that doesn't kill people. Like that's a huge threat mm-hmm. because yeah. because Superman can't can't defeat someone who is voted president by the people because Superman supposedly serves the people. And so like yeah. he's forced to like deal with a a a villain that actually everyone loves and 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 supports because of the fact that like everything that he does is supposedly above board and like right. legit while secretly he has like these other motives and things that are kind of under the table and like superman's battle should be showing the public who loves lex luthor 
that Lex Luthor is really actually a terrible, terrible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that would be a compelling, you know, struggle. I agree. Yeah. Do you think maybe they went this route with the crazy villains um, because Marvel is doing something a little bit more like what we're talking about? I mean, you look at Civil War and you look at uh, Winter Soldier and and you have kind of these government situations going on um, that actually seem more plausible. Do you think DC said, okay, let's just do the complete opposite of what Marvel's doing um, and see if we can do better than them? Could be. Well, from what I understand, uh, as far as like with Lex Luthor and Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Jesse Eisenberg had went into um, to uh, try out for a different role um, for the uh, the role of Jimmy Olsen. Hmm. And okay, when he tried out for that, they were like, "You're you're weird." And we, but we want you <laughs> in our film, so we're gonna make you Lex Luthor. So I, I almost wonder if, like, I, I wonder if they like changed the movie around that because they knew he couldn't play the, the traditional Lex Luthor. Hmm. hmm. That's interesting. Because I mean, I couldn't even imagine Jesse Eisenberg attempting to play the traditional, like, strong. Cunning yeah. Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Interesting thought. That's true. Did you guys... Side note, did you guys hear a rumor a long time ago, like right before Batman, uh, yeah, the, the, the Dark Knight Rises came out? This is like like right when people were talking about rumors who was going to be cast as who. I heard a rumor that Robin Williams was going to play uh, Hugo Strange. And I almost died. I do remember that actually. I don't. There was a yeah. This was way back in the day. Somebody, I think like somebody was like speculating, and I thought about it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that could be amazing." Anyway, just a side note. <laughs> That's a good side note. <laughs> Rest in peace, Robin Williams. Yeah, mm, that's sad. <laughs> Speaking of sad, let's talk a little bit about Doomsday since we're kind of in that area. Because when I think of Lex, <laughs> all I can think of is Doomsday. And I will be the first person to say that I think that was maybe, possibly, the stupidest part of that movie. When he gets into the ship and he goes, man, we're going to make a monster. Yeah, that was, That's me. I, I, I was not really impressed with Doomsday. I wanted to see something that was... I don't know. I was surprised that, I mean, when I saw it in the trailer, I I saw it there, so I wasn't, like, shocked when I saw it in the movie. But um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised that they went there. Like, as soon as, like, I was like, they're going to do that already? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. And this this also goes back to just my overall complaint of the fact that your movie's called Batman v Superman. Why don't you just focus on Batman v Superman? Mm-hmm. And that that's that's my main that's my main gripe of, about the whole film. It's just like focus on one stinking thing. But uh, as as far as Doomsday goes, like with like they created him from Zod's dead body or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
that was strange in itself. But um, I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I thought the look of Doomsday was it was weird, but I don't, it was it was intense. It was kind of fun to watch. Yeah. But but it, at the same time, I just felt like I was watching it like why 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 are we why are we doing this? I right didn't. Now? I don't feel like the 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 movie. I don't, how do I want to say this? They didn't. They didn't earn the use of the character. I think that's how I want to say that. Like, yeah. that story... I mean, and this is this is essentially, for, for me and for a lot of people... And I, I didn't hate this movie. I mean, I don't... If I hated it, I wouldn't think about it. And I probably would have been like, nah, why talk about it? You know, because yeah. all I'm going to do is hate on it. But I did like... A, I did like this movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I think I know what you mean. But... Like, I, I don't... Yeah, yeah, like why? Did, I don't think that this like storyline deserved to go there at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I've read, um, going into Justice League, they wanted Batman to be the one to put the Justice League together. <laughs> uh, so to do that, they needed Superman out of the picture. So by putting two and two together, it makes me think that they were like, well, if we need Superman out of the picture, the easiest way to do that is to just kill him. Okay. So, yeah. It 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 all felt very forced to me. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like yeah. I. Felt, I'm okay. trying. Go, go ahead, Adam. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, um, it, the the last like half hour to forty five minutes of the film felt like it could have been like, uh, just like added on at the last minute, like okay, and we're gonna do Doomsday. <laughs> they just kind of flip a coin do we do it do we not yeah right. we're doing it <laughs> we're doing this guys we're doing it yeah I definitely think to, to Dave's point the 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 whole point of, of Doomsday as a character is to take away a hero and like I don't think like Superman needed to be at a at the highest point of his success and like beloved by everyone for us to feel that yeah. loss yeah. and we didn't like mm-hmm. he was I and mean, he's so like in the muck by that exactly. point with his fight with 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 uh, with Batman I mean the whole idea of Batman versus Superman is like two people that we believe are 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 good in yes. their own ways um becoming compromised as heroes because they're fighting each other. And so like we you you take away the thing that makes us love Superman and then and then kill him. And it's like, well, that's fine. I don't really care at this point because right. Superman was kind of being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be like the opposite of that would be like if Captain America died in Civil War. Like you know, you you've built up all this like Oh my gosh! How good of a person Steve Rogers is, you know what I mean? Like that could happen, actually. Yeah, I, that I wouldn't know. surprise me at all. And that's what makes me nervous is because I, I Steve Rogers is a character that I really value, mm-hmm. and like, and uh, even Tony Stark, like even if Tony Stark died in in a movie, I, I would feel like maybe the same way if if uh, Cap died, but like. Like you said, Adam, with Superman, it was just like, oh, well, okay. 
<laughs> there's that yep that's a, that's exactly how i felt i was like okay so that happened and the movie's almost <laughs> over right like yeah the, the death of superman weighed on me as about as much as the death of quicksilver <laughs> yeah in the Avengers. yeah I, yeah it would definitely be interesting to kind of revisit this similar topic after uh, Civil War, mm-hmm. just because yeah. like the comparisons between those movies are, are super obvious. They're like two really cool characters that go at it, um, which will make this year kind of interesting because we'll, if Civil War is done well, it will mm-hmm. probably make us like Batman versus Superman a little bit less, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. <laughs> Right. While we're talking about the fight of Batman versus Superman, can we just talk about how the reason they stopped fighting was because their moms had the same name? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, about that. About that. Martha, save Martha. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? It was like, what? Okay, we can be. How about now. you take your foot <laughs> off of his throat, and then he can probably tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah that 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 was that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. <laughs> you know, Ashley came up with an idea about how they would stop fighting. That was actually really really good, and maybe I'll think about it later. If I think about it, I'll I'll. I'll say it, but I can't. I can't remember it right now. It was smart, though. I think it just—it was just kind of like, hey, you know what? Let's let's go grab a beer. Sure. Yeah. It goes back to the whole drunken Bruce Wayne Batman thing that I talked about earlier. That's where I was going with that. That's my solution. Um, yeah, that was a bunny trail. Uh, real quick, um. I actually I, I liked Batman's voice generator thing. Yes. I thought that was cool. I like that. I like that he actually kind of they actually pointed out in the movie that that's the reason his voice sounds the way that it does. That he's not just doing a Christian Bale like because yeah, I noticed yeah. that in the trailers and I'm just like, eh, why are you a, you know why are you changing your voice? And then it's like, oh okay, now it actually there's a practical reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't. It, it, I, I thought it, it's he. It was separate from Christian Bale because, like, Christian Bale was literally like doing this guttural, <clears throat> like, yeah. the, like the, the whole time. I feel like Ben Affleck was just talking in a lower tone, but with the voice generator, it just sounded like it sounded pretty like guttural, just because mm-hmm. of the. The, the effect on the voice thing. Yeah. Um, boy. Okay, so, um, I feel like this is kind of the elephant in the room, at least for me, but we had cameos of every other member of the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, in the second film of the DC Extended Universe already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which to, to be fair, um, when I had heard that all these characters were going to be in it, I thought they were actually going to be like in it. And I was oh, okay. like, how is, how are they going to do that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I thought that too. So the way they did it, I actually, I, I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of neat. That's, 
Yeah. Well, well, well done. You know, they put them in there without like cramming them in there. Right. With, like, yeah, it was better. And popping up and be like, "Here I am to save the day." <laughs> hey, you guys need some help? I can do. I can do stuff under here. I got fish. <laughs> No, I I actually agree with you. I, the way that they did it was it was fine. It was it was definitely better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very nervous, like David, where I'm just like, okay, so we're going to take the two main characters, throw in a bad guy, and then add four more characters on top of that, plus Doomsday. Um, I can't even breathe. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was I was scared and. It was okay. It just it felt weird where it was played. Like I guess it, the the way this movie was edited was very very weird. Um, it, it it was it was it was really sloppy. Yeah, yeah, and so it wasn't bad. I think the the weirdest thing is when Bruce has the the dream of him in the desert, and you see. Uh, oh, what's his name? The the guy playing the Flash. I can't remember his name now. Um, mm-hmm. but you yeah. see him and in his weird little mustache and the and the like the injustice like from the video game that suit. Mm-hmm. It. I was like, what in the world? Like, okay, I get it's a dream, but what in the world is going on? It was mm-hmm. it was really confusing. Um. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just gotta cram it all in. <laughs> I I hated it. <laughs> to, to be honest, and I I don't want to be like the resident naysayer, but I thought it was so heavy-handed. It's almost like the marketing team came up and they're like, "Hey, we have these like." like 25 second sizzle clips that we want to put into the movie. Mm-hmm. It's this thing. This is the next wave in movie marketing. It's going to be freaking huge. And we've already so here's made what the we're do. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to find a way to get it so that he finds like, like some information about these other people who also have superpowers. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you just double click on the icon and there's, there's <laughs> this person's origin story. It's like, um, and not only yeah. not only do you double click on the icon, but the icon is actually the logo that Lex Luthor just made up for them all. He named them all: Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, the Flash. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, it yeah. was very heavy handed. Um, and I, I chuckled a little bit when I saw the folders pop up with each mm-hmm. logo because I'm like, hmm. Oh, I was laughing hysterically when uh, the the cyborg thing like popped up. I was like, "Okay, okay, really? Yeah, okay." Like this has no like, bearing okay. on this movie. You, well, they this whole movie reeked of sequelitis. It really did. Like you knew when this movie ended that there were going to be at least five more movies to follow. It was, and that's that's what I hate about superhero films is that all these freaking movies are well most i'm not saying all of them are but they're just a preview for the next one yeah and i, I hate that i hate when they i hate when and marvel's guilty of it mm-hmm. too like avengers avengers 2 had a lot of symptoms of that yes 
and uh, and this one was just reeking of it. Yeah. And so, and uh, Deadpool was the complete opposite. That was a superhero movie that was raw, and it was its own thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, I think the insertion of these characters into this movie, it just it lacked subtlety. I, I think it would have been so much more striking and so much more surprising if if they would have been more of like uh, something that you had to work for because like superhero movies always have easter eggs in them Mm -hmm. and it's almost like they treated the audience in this like proverbial easter egg hunt like babies and they just put the easter egg like right in the grass in front of us and it's like here you go Mm -hmm. like here's here's the easter egg without actually having to work for it yeah and and it's not that i necessarily really want to feel like an elitist that i know this thing that no one else knows even if it would have been like a newspaper headline like like something about a person who a really fast person saves a kid from getting hit by a by a bus or yeah you know it, you know it was so so heavy-handed yeah. that like that was the point in the movie where i was like okay like this this director and this writing team they don't respect me or anyone else in this mm. audience they just want to sell me another movie yeah and like mm-hmm. i i think on the whole that was not like the entirety of the movie it was just like this little bit there in the middle that really should have been handled a little more carefully a little more subtly yeah. agreed um <laughs> speaking of the cameos we got wonder woman and honestly i enjoyed wonder woman in this movie like I feel mm-hmm. like the character was forced in there a little bit um, because it mm-hmm. gave, again, with the, the whole sequelitis thing, it it did give Batman that one person that he can turn to to start forming the Justice League. Um, and with that said, I still enjoyed. I I loved the I loved her in that battle with Doomsday. Like she was, I, I she kicked more butt than Batman and Superman did together. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I've got no problem with Gal Gadot as a, or however, <laughs> however you pronounce her last name, as Wonder Woman. I think that she, I think she's fine, and I, I, I did like her. I thought she was, she was cool in yeah. this movie. I just, I just don't see why she was in the movie. Like, and, and that's that's not her fault. That's not her fault at all. That's not the actress's no. fault. It's just I think it was. I think it's dumb to to put her in a movie called Batman v Superman. Right. And of course that it, it comes full circle. That just goes back to my main complaint <laughs> is like, why is this movie focusing on so much instead of just Batman? Yeah, and Superman? I, but yeah. I digress. Well, the way I've summed it up with anybody that's asked me, you know, I come home and Wendy asked me how it was and I went to work and people asked me how it was. And the only thing I could say was, this was three movies crammed into two and a half hours and it got mm-hmm. very jumbled up. There were some really good parts and I think maybe that's how I'm enjoying it as I'm thinking about, about it in pieces and as three different movies. Um, but it's, it's a very overwhelming movie. I mean, to just sit back and go, okay, I watched all that. That's three movies in two and a half hours and to process that and maybe that's why i've been thinking about it i'm still processing it um but yeah i mean 
I feel like we've kind of explained that, you know, that the movie did things that it wasn't, it wasn't earning at all, you know? Yeah, it definitely overall felt like DC is trying to play catch up with Marvel, Mm -hmm. which that's exactly what they're doing, which one of the big, like good things that Marvel did was they took their time building the universe you know, mm-hmm. like, like between the end of Iron Man one, when Nick Fury came out and he's like, "I want to put together the Avengers." Yes. Yeah, between that and when the Avengers actually happened, they had to build this entire universe. Mm-hmm. Which and- with this, that's like Man of Steel, and now like, boom, we're we're building the Justice League, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the thing with Marvel is that the payoff was so worth it, and it was yeah. so worth it was so worth the wait because I still think that the event the first Avengers that movie that movie is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Like it's it's still yeah. I I still love watching that movie, and to I remember the first time I saw that I was like, we've all we've we've been waiting for this. This has been built up for a, a period of like. Three, two and a half years, two and a half, three yeah. years, and like, and we're here, we're finally here, and it's it's totally worth. Wait, no, four years. Yeah, yep, it was four. four. Yeah, because because the first Iron Man came out yep. in two thousand eight, and then Avengers came out in yeah. two thousand twelve. So, I mean, it was well, so and worth that's it. the thing too with what we were talking about too with when when Civil War comes out. You know, let's say, and I hate, I would hate to think this because I love Cap, but I mean, really, if if and I don't think it's, I don't know if cap or Tony Stark or Iron Man were to die. We, as, as fans of the movies, having watched all of them, we would actually feel the loss. Whereas when Superman dies and Batman V Superman, we're just kind of like, okay, that happened. Move on. You know? Um, yeah. Well, I, I think one of the, a, a reason that it didn't, we didn't really feel that depth is because knowing that they're doing justice league like next mm-hmm. year, um, we know he's, <laughs> we know he's coming back. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, he's dead. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> good point. <laughs> so I, I did notice something funny while watching the movie. And I don't, you guys probably saw it, but I don't know how much you thought about it. But did you notice how close Gotham and Metropolis were? They were probably about five miles from each other. Yeah. Across yeah. the bay. Just across the yeah. sea there. Right you know, now. Batman turns on the the light and you can see it from Metropolis. Awesome. <laughs> I just thought, I was like, no, I've never imagined that Gotham and Metropolis were next door neighbors. It's a small, small <laughs> world. Yeah. <laughs> it's a small, small universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was weird, too. Uh, like, does anybody have anything else they want to add about just anything? I guess at this point it's kind of a free-for-all. Um, did you guys know that that, um, that CIA agent that was, that was a photographer... Um, that was Jimmy Olsen. Oh, it was. Yeah, and okay. now and he's dead. Boom, <laughs> dead. And, and he's dead. Oh, great. Yeah, that's one character yeah, they, they can't develop. 
Um, I, I do have to say, um, what's the actor's name who played Alfred? Uh, I forget. Scar. Um, <laughs> Jeremy yeah. Irons. Jeremy Irons loved him. Yeah, I I can't wait to see more Alfred. I'm excited yeah. to see Ben Affleck's Batman and Jared Leto's Joker. Like going at it, I can't yeah. wait for that. I'm very excited about that. I have heard that Batman will be in Suicide Squad for just a little bit. Yeah, I know. yeah, I know he makes yeah. an appearance. So I'm looking yeah, forward to that cool. too. Anyways, <laughs> Adam, you have anything you want to add? Yeah, I was thinking about kind of how I would sum up my experience with the movie in as concise a manner as I possibly can. And like when I think about what, what the movie was trying to do in a, a post-Avengers world, because that exists now and you can't make a movie that's like that, I think it was trying to like tell a story that was as serious as as uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman in a world where, or in a, in a like a narrative universe where th- things that are unexplainable happen, mm. like in the Avengers. And I think that was that was where the movie, probably one of a few places where the movie had missteps was that it was trying to be a servant of two masters and then like a couple yeah. of other masters. <laughs> yeah. Once you introduce all these extra yeah. characters, I think overall, like when I look back on this movie, I will, I will remember it as kind of, I will remember it fondly, but almost like when, you know, almost like a, a staggered misstep that will hopefully turn into a, a pretty solid franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I, I really am hoping that, that they, they get their ducks in a row. Um, I'm personally not a Zack Snyder fan. Um, I didn't watch all of Watchmen. Um, Man of Steel. I've watched it once and that was when I saw it in the theater. And then David and I talked about it on an episode, and I, I really don't remember a lot from it, um, other than maybe the visual style, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think I've watched 300 once or twice, and none of those movies really stand out to me other than their visual style. So I'm kind of hoping mm-hmm. that somewhere along the line, um, DC goes, you know what, we can't keep copying what Marvel's done, Um you know, like what what Marvel was doing with Joss was Joss Whedon was going to kind of with along with Kevin Feige, you know, um, just keep moving this franchise forward. I think mm-hmm. Warner Brothers and, and DC, they need to learn. They need to actually look at this as, as you know, as a critical failure and move on and see what they can do to improve it so that. You don't have the same thing happening in Justice League just because they're going to make Justice League 2, you know? Well, even if even if they wanted to model their 
product after what Marvel is doing. Like Zack Snyder ain't the dude to right. do that. Right. Like not not at all. Like he he's a visual guy. He's a slow motion. Type Which was dude. there? Was there? <laughs> I guess there was some subtle slow motion. At yeah. the beginning, that whole Bruce Wayne like backstory stuff, there was it was all yeah, over yeah. that, <laughs> like like the slow motion like shooting of the parents and everything. Yeah. yeah, it was all over the beginning at least, and I think there was there was some uh, um, in the in the flashback sequences mm-hmm. too. And Snyder loves to do that, and I, I I saw Watchmen once, and it had a lot of that as well. And I, I like him, and I think I think that his vision works in some situations and stories, but not like I said before, not in in I don't know. <laughs> I got I got respect I got respect for Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. but not a huge fan of the what how he um, how he directs like superheroes. Yeah. And I, I say that we have Kevin Smith take over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know, like. I don't know. I, I don't. Based off of this movie, I don't want Zack Snyder to continue messing with the franchise. You know, I'm I'm glad. I, I'm very glad that the next film in the this DC extended universe is not directed by him because now we're gonna get a different yes. feel. We're gonna get something completely mm-hmm. different. So that's I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I think he's just an executive producer on suicide squad is he okay yeah but i mean that he's he's just an executive producer you know like he i i feel like executive producers they don't really do well christopher (laughs) nolan's an executive producer on batman v superman and i mean true (laughs) this movie is nothing like the dark knight you know um Mm -hmm. yeah he uh, Zack Snyder is set to direct uh, Justice League Part 1 and 2, and he's actually a writer on Part 2 as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. Yeah. We shall you know, see. Something else that's interesting about Zack Snyder is that he directed um, the Dawn of the Dead remake, and that's like that's regarded as one of the one of the better like horror remakes like hmm. ever. And that movie, like, hardly has any of his, like, trademarks, like his visual slow motion or any any of that. It doesn't have any of that, which, which is interesting. I, I just I just now thought of that. I was like, he did direct <laughs> that. Anyway, so the guy, the guy can do different stuff. But he actually needs to do the different so. stuff instead of trying to do the same thing over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. Well, since we were just talking about um, Christopher Nolan, um, I I kind of want to tie this back into, uh, since this is Geek This, I want to talk about uh, the uh, Batman on film Mm -hmm. series. Now, um, comparing this Batman against the other ones, how would you rate this Batman? Uh, like, like, is uh, this your favorite Batman? Me? It, it, all of you, everyone. He's uh, he's high up there for me. I I really enjoyed him. I don't know if I would. It's kind of difficult for me to tell right now because I've only seen one movie, 
But um, well, then again, Val Kilmer was a <laughs> one movie, but uh, um, he's high up there for me. Yeah, I I think he's got to be he's got to be up there for me too, and I'm kind of with Mike on this. I need to see I need to see some more from him, but I think I think the potential is there for him to do something really interesting. Specifically with Bruce Wayne, um, you know, I think we were all pretty pretty much in agreement that he did a stellar job mm-hmm. playing Bruce Wayne. I feel like Ben Affleck is probably, at least in my book, I feel like he's the the first actor for me to actually get the balance of Bruce and Batman. Um, because for me, like. You look at Michael Keaton, and he—I enjoyed his Batman better than I did his Bruce Wayne, because um, his Bruce Wayne was just a little too goofy compared to his Batman. Um, but I still like—I mm. mean, when you think Bruce Wayne, you think of you know the Playboy, like you know, uh, you know the rich billionaire person, and I feel like. Um, granted, this is a much older Batman than what we've gotten before. Um, I feel like he, he captures that, he captures Bruce better, and, and I enjoyed the, the, the darkness of this Batman better. So, Mm -hmm. as of right now, I'm gonna say he's probably my favorite Batman. Yeah, I kind of wanted to say that as well, but I didn't want to be. I'll the be first the first one to say it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and when he when he was hiding in the corner, like in, oh, in yeah. that dark room, I I was like, oh crap! And then when I saw that he was like branding dudes, I was like, oh man, this is like this is uh-huh. some serious stuff. Yeah, yeah, the branding that was really out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I I've you really have to uh, make the distinction between like this is an mm-hmm. older batman and we we've, we've never seen that before it's always been like earlier in his career yeah so um i really like where they're going with it um it it does kind of sadden me that they don't have a batman film I planned right did. now uh, but mm-hmm. i no they they don't it's um uh so far after after this, we have Suicide Squad this year. Uh, then next year, we have Wonder Woman and Justice League Part 1. And 2018, we have The Flash and Aquaman. Uh, 2019, we have Shazam uh, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and, um, and Justice League Part 2. And then in 2020, we have Cyborg and Green Lantern Corps hmm. for Core. How Green Lantern corpses when they're all I dead, because Deadpool killed them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not nice. I shouldn't make fun. That's, that's not nice. Huh. I would love uh, to but, see them. I would love to see them fit in a Batman movie somewhere in there. I think, at, like with the positive reception he's been getting, I'm sure they will eventually. Um, yeah, I, I. I have a good feeling the reason they don't want to do one now is because it is kind 
as soon after the Dark Knight trilogy was just made. Um, yeah, that's true. So I could see them not wanting to make a a new Batman movie just yet. Mm. I have a feeling that the hype is going to go through the roof, like after, like because uh, we know that he's going to make an appearance mm-hmm. in Suicide Squad, and yeah. nothing's been confirmed. But I've heard there's a scene of him punching out the Joker. That would be great. <laughs> that's just that's just a, that's just a rumor, but that, that's I've heard that the reason that the Joker has those gold caps is because Batman punched so great. lights out. <laughs> yeah. That's that would be great, though. though, for the third time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to reiterate. If I didn't say four, great. Uh, okay, does anybody else have anything else they want to say before we jump into recommends? So I have a couple of okay. quick questions for the, the group. Number one, uh, what do you think is like the next like narrative thing that's going to happen? What's the next point in the story? Is it like, who's the big baddie going to be? Like, where is this universe going? And second question, if you had a chance to like talk to the team that put this movie together, what's your like, like elevator pitch 30 seconds? What do you tell them to like do going forward? Mm. So like narratively what's next and like, in terms of production, what is it that you would love to see them do next? In terms of production, I'll answer this one first because I do have an answer for that one. I think if I could tell them anything, slow down. They're, I feel like they're worried that yeah. the superhero hype is going to fade out before they can get their movie made. Um, but I feel like they have plenty of time if they do it right. Um, that's really all I would tell them. Is I, I don't make films. I just watch them mm-hmm. and talk about them with my friends. Um, as far as where it's headed, I have no idea, but I want to be excited for it. And I don't want to be disappointed when I hear that they're doing something stupid. I, I mean, it's not <laughs> really a great answer, but there are so many storylines, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I uh, one thing I would say is is stick with what you're doing Um, I'm not (laughs) not this film but I mean if you if you know what you want to do stick to it because uh, one of the stories that I've read recently is that Suicide Squad which comes out in like what like three months um like four months um they're doing reshoots Mm -hmm. right now to make the film funnier i heard about that Mm -hmm. and that scares me because it's like if if you're doing it this close to the release of the film uh i don't know what does that say about how confident Mm -hmm. you are in your movie because i mean you look at the trailer and it's already kind of funny you know, I mean, for being a movie about supervillains, it's it's kind of it's funny. You know, you chuckle while watching the trailer. Well, and I've heard they put all of the the funny parts in the trailer and and people were like kind of bummed out by how dark Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. was. 
So they're adding like more hmm. jokes. I thought that the last Suicide Squad trailer was it had a, it had some like light moments in it. Hmm. It had some funny funny things in it. But to, I, I just hope they they have confidence in their product because I don't know something like that really worries me because if they're doing it this early, um, yeah, and. In the universe building, it's. I, I don't know. I think they, I think they're just freaking out because of the negative response from this this movie. Yeah, but to answer to answer your question, Adam, I, I would probably. I hope that they. Uh, I, I like I like the tone of these films. I, I enjoy the the overall tone of the the movies. Um, I hope they keep that up. And I, I hope that they go in a, um, I hope that the, the next, um, first of all, I hope the Suicide Squad is great, but I just, I'm hoping that the next time we see Superman, like there's going to be, um, a feeling of need for the people that we need Mm -hmm. Superman in the world. You know what I mean? I hope that that happens. And I also hope that, uh, we get a lot of um, um, struggle from Bruce Wayne and and Batman because those are my favorite moments. Is when you see like Bruce Bruce Wayne struggling with himself and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And if I could if I could tell if I could tell the writers and the directors anything, it would be exactly what Dave what Dave said. Uh, take your time because you're gonna get yep. my freaking money anyway. Like like just. Take your time, build something, and make sure the payoff is worth it. And I feel like they have all of the time in the world. I mean, these movies and the love, the love for iconic characters like Superman and Batman—that mm-hmm. it's not going away. It's not. It's not going anywhere. So, uh, take your time. Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys on this. If if uh... If I had to guess kind of what what's next as far as like if I could predict any anywhere where the movies are going, I think that there's gonna be some sort of like dark side thing happening, which is yeah. like kind of I've I've heard some websites refer to him as the Thanos of of the D C universe. I don't yeah. know if that's like I, I wouldn't say that's entirely accurate, but in terms of like that level of danger, I, I see that as being a thing, and if I, you I kind of, I kind of think that um, that weird, like, dream sequence that he had, where he was fighting those flying creature things and like shooting those dudes. I, I think if you take what that's possibly alluding to, and that weird dream that he had, where the Flash was like time traveling to tell him some message. It almost makes me think that Superman's going to come back and like become a totalitarian world leader and and be this like huge tyrant. I, I almost feel like Superman is going to become a villain. Um, at least it has to be what those things are alluding to, mm. which makes me think of the um, uh, the Injustice mm-hmm. video game. I don't know if any of you played that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a pr- pretty fun game, but like I think the general premise of that is that Lois Lane gets killed and and Superman can't save her and so he's like so mad that he just freaking flips out and that uh, it kind of looks like that's what they're doing with those two weird dreams that he had back to back but that's just my wild prediction based on uh, speculation I guess but if I, like- if I had if I had like one thing that I could say to the production team I would say like we're going to give you a pass on this one <laughs> but like what you guys are saying, like don't take this as a sign that you need to change what you're doing. Um, you but you need to like get some cooks mm-hmm. out of the kitchen. Let each of these movies have an artistic vision. Get the marketing teams out completely. Get them out of the production process because I don't want to see another 15 second trailer for an upcoming movie in the middle yeah. of Justice League. I don't want to see it. If yeah. you do that, I'm going to be... I'm, I'm going to feel disrespected. And I can only... You know, I'm 30 years old and really proud of myself for not very little reason. And if you, like, disrespect me that way, I'm going to not want to see your movies. Um, I mean, I, I am one of many people who absolutely love DC. Lo- I, I love it when they're... when they experiment with their intellectual property and do interesting things um and i want them to like do that because that's you know that's why we read their books that's why we see their movies because they're because they have an artistic vision they have a story that they want to tell they should just take the time to like actually tell that story give some space Mm -hmm. yeah i agree All right, now it is time for recommends. So, Sweet. let's go ahead and we'll have our guest of honor, Adam, go ahead and start with your recommendation. Oh, yeah. So, I have been playing a video game totally unrelated to <laughs> Batman vs. Superman uh, <laughs> called, called Stardew Valley, which is like, the hotness in the PC gaming world right now. The hotness. (laughs) It's the hotness. So, I don't know if any of you have ever played Harvest Moon. I've heard of it. Ever? Anyone? No. No. (laughs) So, the premise sounds absolutely just so boring, but it's it's like a farming RPG where, like, you get a farm and you have to work the land and... Meanwhile, you can make friends with the town people and get married. And Stardew Valley is basically an, uh, a reimagining of that idea in, in modern form for PC. And um, it's a lot of fun. It has a very addictive quality about it because everything takes place in like a, a day cycle. So you'll like go out, you'll plant some crops. And then you'll go to sleep and it will tell you like the progress that you've made. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to play like one more day and then I'm going to stop. And you do that and you're like, well, uh, my crops are going to like, I'm going to harvest them tomorrow. <laughs> so I'll play one more round. And it's just like, it's this loop of addiction. And uh, like if you're into the kind of Japanese role playing aesthetic 
and you've heard about um, uh, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley for PC, it's hmm. super fun. Um, one man development team. He's like beloved by the people who have been playing because he just seems like a really nice guy. Um, highly, highly recommended. It. It's fun. I've sunk way too much time into <laughs> it in the past three weeks. I don't. I don't want to say anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I like hearing about video games. I don't have time to play them, but yeah, I'm very interested. <laughs> uh, Mike, do you have anything? Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I I've been what? reading comic books lately. <laughs> what? Are you on the right podcast um, reading comic you books? You guys are... <laughs> I know. Well, usually I'm I'm the one that says I haven't been reading crap lately, guys. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um you guys probably are well aware that Marvel released all of these number ones and like just rebooted a whole bunch of crap. And yeah, and uh, I've been reading Doctor Strange, which is so weird and hmm. awesome at the same time. And the same goes for The Vision. I have. I read the first you guys read the two Vision? or three issues. That is interesting. I'm loving Yeah. I'm loving that. It's, it's, it's so... Because The Vision's a weird character, and I've always wanted to learn more about him. And it's just interesting to... like. Even the cover of the first of the first issue with him and his family, and it's like it's like almost like a yeah. leave it to Beaver type thing. <laughs> it's it's really interesting. I love I'm loving that. And then Old Man Logan is pretty good, um, and all of the Deadpool releases. I I I picked up a whole ton <laughs> of crap like recently from from Comics Cube. So yeah, all of the stuff that Marvel's doing right now is is pretty good. It's pretty interesting. And also, if you're not watching Daredevil season two, I just started it, and yeah. it's it's. I'm amazing. halfway through it, and I've really enjoyed it's, it. It's darker than the first season. It is. I'm loving uh, what's oh, his yeah, name Darth as Burn the Punisher. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Burnsall. Yeah, I'm loving that guy. Dead. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first thing. I was like, oh, it's yeah. Shane, he's back. <laughs> no spoilers, because I haven't seen any of it. No, I'm not. I'm not but, dude, it is. it's really good. Really good. I'm I'm waiting until the summer, because there's too much on TV right now, so I just don't have time to watch all the shows I normally watch. Mm-hmm. Plus that. So I figured this summer, once everything else is off the air, I can just... Once you do that, let us know, it. and we'll we'll sit down and we'll talk about it. I haven't watched Jessica Jones yet, either. I have not, either. I'm I halfway through that, too. That at all. <laughs> uh, David, did you have anything? Um, not really. Um, Star Wars comes out on Blu-ray next Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Uh, Already? So- yeah. Yeah, so go pick it up and if you're going to buy it, buy it at Target because you get like <laughs> you get more like interviews and special stuff. Nice. So. Are, are you shilling for the company you used to work for right now? Is that what's Is this like an unofficial sponsorship <laughs> yeah. that I don't know it, about? It, <laughs> if there was a better version anywhere else, I would say buy it there. But um, if you buy it anywhere else, they just have, like, 
Ugh. special covers and whatnot. Um, but tar- the Target one actually comes with extra uh, interviews cool. with the cast and things like that. So you'll get more special nice. features if you get it at Target. Nice. Um, my recommend for the episode is a podcast. I just started listening to it. Imagine that me and a podcast. Um, yeah. I was just about um, to it say is that. called Movie Beatdown, and uh, it's hosted by um, he's kind of a friend of mine. Like we're Facebook friends and uh, fellow podcaster. Obviously, uh, his name is James Kennison. Uh, he's done a lot of different podcasts. Um. His most popular podcast is used to be called um, Nobody Listening. It's called Story Show, uh, which is like a clean comedy podcast. And uh, what Movie Beat on is, sorry for that long distri- description, um, basically take a, um, a book. Uh, it's called um, Say the Cat. And what it is is they basically, it shows kind of how you break down the the beats in a movie and so they they review the movie based on those beats and uh it's it's pretty interesting because it's a very in-depth um very enjoyable um movie review show um i'm actually listening to their most recent episode which was honestly published like a year ago almost um but they're talking about toy story um and uh picking out some really interesting things about the characters and, and the story and uh, different homages that you see in the film. So uh, I'm listening to that just to kind of, I guess, get better at reviewing movies. Um, so yeah, definitely check That's that cool. out. It's at moviebeatdown.com. Uh, so, yep, right. that is it. And I believe that's it for the episode. So, um, guys, thanks so much for um, hopping on and, and talking about this crazy movie that I probably will still be thinking about in another week. Deadpool instead. Do no, need a Deadpool kidding. episode. <laughs> I feel like I feel like every episode that I'm on ends up being like a really long it's episode. Your fault. No, uh, <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry. I don't think this one is. Me. No, this one I don't think so. Star Wars was it? No. Yeah, I'll find out when I, I go to edit it, out. and I'll be like, "You guys suck. This is a five-hour episode." Yeah.